Here we go. Give me your give me your best Greg Williams. Wait, who's Greg Williams? Greg Williams, a brown he's on hard knocks. I don't I know. No faces. shit, I got a lozenge, bitch. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Give me your best one. Give me your best Greg Williams. No shit. Wait, what is it? No shit, I got a lozenge, bitch. <laughs> That's gonna be good. Love it. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! With Ad Walsh Disney. Dynamite drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. I'm a bunch of a-holes. Picking shots in here. You want one? Cheers, brother. Cheers. Chess. Episode 27. 2-7. Gross. Yeesh. Wait, what are we doing right now? I don't know. Are we just here? Yeah. We are live in <laughs> studio. I know this lo- may look like live, an apartment but not living live. room. But this is not an apartment living room. No, it's a studio slash apartment living room. It is actually a studio apartment. So when we say we're in studio and we're live in studio, hey, we're not lying. We are in studio. (laughs) We are in a studio. (laughs) Yeah. This is... And we are live for episode 27 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, It's another one. We're still going. Believe it or not. We have not been shut down by the FCC. I was just going to make an FCC joke. I the love FCC that. The <laughs> FCC won't let me be. There it is. Uh, you're, you're what? Needed? You're required M&M for the week? And this is your required nonsense for the week. The red light is on, which means stop thinking and get a little senseless with me and my boy to my right. Still smooth. PTO, because... At St. Bales is actually on PTO this week. He's out of here. He's taking a week off. Yeah, out of here. He's got family responsibilities. We're grown men. We We're all grown have responsibilities. Men. Yeah, we do things from time to time. This is episode 27, <laughs> like I said. It's 8-17-2018. And uh, Smooth, do you want to take over the responsibilities of telling them when it is or just let it be? I'm gonna leave I don't want to step on some. I don't want to step on some toes, but I've always wanted to try this. Can we try that again? Okay. Wait. I know. I know it's. I so know you, it's Mike's part, but I do want to try saying it. Oh, all right. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm just gonna try and remember the date. Let's see. Carry the one. Divide by two. Yeah, it's eight seventeen twenty eighteen. That's August seventeenth two thousand eighteen. Little hesitation, but we liked it. 
<laughs> we got there in the end. Uh, it's already nonsensical. We're right off to it. So let's go to... Oh, I'm at Walt Disney. <laughs> yes, you're at Walt Disney. This is our first you episode, apparently. <laughs> We've never done this before. Uh, random thoughts. There's really only one. There was so much buildup, I feel like we have to give the recap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The good times. Of the wedding. The royal wedding. Of the royal wedding. The royal wedding. It has happened. It. Uh, there were no deserters. No. No. The altar was full. It was, there was just no altar. Full, full of love. Yes. There's a day of love, happiness, and dancing. I love how you pointed out in one of your pictures that uh, on, the groom's, on the groom's side, uh, Mr. CPT Redbeard 6's side, yeah. um, his friends were looking up smiling at some pictures, and, and you and yeah. Sean just were fighting back tears, holding your head down, just couldn't yeah. look at people in the face. Yeah, when I was <laughs> looking at it. Yeah, yeah, the best man, Durs, and, and, yeah. and uh, Mr. Steeg, as they like to call him, mm. uh, they're like looking, their hands behind the back, they're all professional. Then there, there's uh, Sean and I, <laughs> the older brother, Sean and I, he's looking backwards, away from everyone, and I'm looking at the ground, counting clovers. What? If people didn't know you, it might be construed as you were very bored up there. Yeah, but, that's not true. That's very, that's, you couldn't be further from the truth. No. You were just fighting tears. I was fighting tears. Could not look anybody in the face. Yeah. No, so she started walking down the aisle. She looked beautiful, by the way. She looked great. Shout out to a new new sister. Yeah. Um, In Bale, do we know, Bale's called it. I don't know if he either looked at her social media or if he called it, but he said H. Walsh, 523, that she was going to change it, and she changed it to exactly that. Did we influence? Did Bales influence that? I don't think she listens. No, no, Ouch. no. She does. <laughs> she does. She does when uh, Redbeard makes it. I like. I like that. <laughs> I think it's kind of how the deal yeah. works. Um, no, yeah, you're right. As she started walking down that aisle. I saw people. A lot of tears going on. She looked beautiful. And he, then, then Redbeard himself, he starts getting a little teary eyed, and that was it for me. I've I never saw, seen that. I'm a sympathetic crier. Yeah. So they started crying, so I started crying, so I had to look down. Didn't yeah. even get to look at it. It happened. The, uh, I think... You've never seen what? Liam get any sort of emotional. Oh, yeah. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's your wedding day. Well, every, I think the, every all the men in the family did. During the ceremony. Oh. I did. Sean did. Papa, Liam did. Papa Walsh and then, stood no chance. Yeah. Uh, Papa Walsh. He, tra- he tried to do a reading, and that was rough. Yeah. No. That's... Uh, going to be rough. It's expected... He is the he's the man with the most, what I want to say, with the most passion. He loves yeah. his kids and just hey, don't fight it. Man's got heart. Yeah, yeah. But other, I mean, they were happy tears. Sure. And then the rest of the day, the reception just kicked off, and we were gone. It was good. It was not gone as in like drunk because I was sweating too much to yeah. actually ever get drunk. <laughs> but it was gone as if off like a rocket. Yeah. Straight to the dance floor, and everything was up from there. I, uh, so I was feeling myself, uh, towards, of course, the, gotta. towards the end of the night, um, I pulled you over, uh, Megan had some, uh, airplane shots. Yeah. We did want to, we wanted to do some celebratory yeah, shots. Yeah. My girlfriend had some, uh, airplane shots in the, uh, in her bag and I was like, Hey Walsh, you want to go take a shot with me? And I thought I had, and I of course said yes. I thought I had some two whiskey shooters, some Pendleton. Apparently I finished that earlier in the night. You had. Uh, and the only thing left in the purse were Malibu shots. And me just wanting to have a good time, 
I look up a little embarrassed at my boy, say, hey, <laughs> well, do you want to take Malibu shots? And then I forgot what you said because I was a little drunk at that point, but, but you're like, you, you, I remember you giving me the look. You just look at me like, no, what are you, drunk? <laughs> like, no, I'm not taking Malibu shots with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing Malibu shots. Not a 17-year-old girl. Instead, you know what I grabbed? What did you grab? I grabbed my flask of 16-year Lagavulin. Shout out to them, but no ads. 16-year, real good Scotch whiskey. Top, real good. Top shelf. Better, yeah. mo- more expensive than anything I've ever drank before in my life. Yeah, so. it is that top shelf stuff, and it is well worth it. I, I appreciate well you. Worth uh, it. I appreciate you uh, sharing that with me. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a great time though. Uh, I could not have had a better a better um, weekend. Uh, I'm still riding that high. It it was it was a great uh, yeah great ceremony. Yeah, and uh, they're off. They're all. The bride and groom are, they're off to Pocatello. She's doing big things in the schooling world, and he's, he's looking to do the same. Yeah. And, yeah, best wishes to them. Yep. Thank you for the great weekend. And, uh, you know, happy marriage. Hey. Happy marriage from the Bold Nonsense podcast. I know we said it individually. Yeah. But from the podcast itself, because it is its own entity. Correct. Happy marriage. Correct. And if you want to throw a housewarming party, you know my address. Go ahead and send me an invite. Oh, yeah. And I'll be around. <laughs> I'm just going to like be there already. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah do we want to head into uh, trivia? Yeah, man. Let's go to trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Why don't you take last week's question, and then I'll take this week's. Gotcha. Last week, uh, as you might remember, we had a golf question, which I thought was... Uh, Pretty, pretty slick. Um, pretty slick. <laughs> pretty slick. Uh, last week, the trivia question went like this. Who was the youngest golfer in PGA history to complete the career Grand Slam? And how many years did it take them to complete the Grand Slam from its first leg to its last? Answer, Tiger Woods. Shocker. Shocker. But get this, he did it at age 25 within a 365-day period. So within a year, um, but his, the, uh, the stretch ran from 96 to 97, uh, concluding with his finishing win at the British Open in 97. So congrats, young Tiger. You accomplished way more than I did by the age of 25, and I'm a bit jealous. Yeah, 25. That's, that's long gone. Yeah. For me, at least. It's only, you're still close. Yeah. I'm a year removed, but I'm almost two years removed. Yeah. But it feels like an eternity. I'm two years removed. What were you doing at 25? What was I doing at 25? Nothing good. Nothing good. I learned how to cook by myself. boy. So. Hey, we did it. Yeah. I just still don't know how to do that. Just kidding. (laughs) Sometimes. What, you making macaroni and cheese? What you making over there? Uh, Some hot dogs. I can grill. We can also move on. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be some kind of part, dude. I don't know what's happening. Okay, this week's trivia question. Which college football program has spent the most weeks at number one on the AP poll? I believe that poll has been, I think it was opened in 1938 or six. One of those two. Which college football program has spent the most weeks 
at number one on that AP poll. It's been a long time. A lot of weeks. Grambling State. I, I'm going to go with no. How about no? Hey, I don't think it's... That's my guess. They basically took Georgia's logo and changed the colorway. Colorway, a new word so you that, you, that you recently color, learned. Can we stop saying colorway? <laughs> that it might be shooting up the board for my least favorite word of all time. Just call it a color scheme. It's been called a color scheme forever. Color scheme's too long. It has too many letters. Colorway is significantly shorter. No, it's not. By like four letters. It's the same amount of syllables. Color scheme. Colorway. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Phenomena. No. <laughs> no, just dumb. You can tell you work at Nike. Let's head to the news. <laughs> okay. Fine, we can go to the news, I guess. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it. And boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Not a lot of news. Uh, we're still kind of in between a lot of, like, sports, right? Tweeners. Yeah, we got football coming up. It's still preseason. So we do have some stories there. Baseball's kind of in its, I don't know, it's almost playoffs. It's past the All-Star break, so it's kind of like, it's not really quite towards the playoff push, but it's getting, it's creeping there. Uh, NBA, nothing is happening at all. In golf, well, no big tournaments going on. There's a no. tournament going on, but it's not big. No. So, we're going to give you the stories that we've got, because that's what we do. I think uh, from at least a couple people that I've talked to, uh, we'll head to the NFL right now for the news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, a popular segment that we started last week, not a segment, but a popular topic that we've been talking about for a total of one week so far. This will be two. One week's. Is uh, our Hard Knocks takeaways. Walsh, did you watch episode two of Hard Knocks? That I did, sir. Kick it off. What, what was your biggest takeaways? What did you like to see? I know you're, gonna about, you're about to bash my boy Baker, so okay. I'll put my headphones on. I'll put my earmuffs on for a little People bit. People have got to... I feel like I'm being misconstrued, misrepresented with my Baker takes. You're a Baker hater. No, I'm not. It, what I dislike about people who talk about Baker are they talk about him like he's Drew Brees, who is a first ballot, no doubt, Hall of Famer, and the guy who owns three of the four best single season passing percentages in the NFL. Three of the four of them. He's the only person that he hasn't beat is himself yet. Oh, my God. That's who people are comparing this guy to. They need to slow down. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be fine. A fine starter. But slow slow your roll. Slow your roll. And I don't, I don't, I think he, he might fold at some point when things get a little more heated. Are people allowed to get excited for something? Let me ask you this. They're you allowed to get excited. To get You're excited? not allowed. Okay, there's a difference between ex- excitement and hyperbolic speech. Like just keep it, keep it reasonable at nah. least, at least. I mean the guy, you know he's not even gonna start. That's a, that's an organizational choice. Yeah, that's a Cleveland Brown choice. 
to develop him. It's the right choice. Sure. It, no, it probably is. And I like Tyrod. Tyrod's a G. But, I'm, I'm not saying take, yeah. the, take the job away and from Tyrod. And I'm not saying Baker Mayfield didn't play well in his preseason game. Just understand that it's a preseason game. Yeah. Every coverage that the New York Giants defense was running, he had already seen before. That's not – these college quarterbacks, these rookie quarterbacks, they're not going to screwed up by seeing cover three, cover two, cover one, and some blitz coverage. That's not what's going to get them. It's when they get into the real regular season and defensive coordinators are throwing the whole bag at them. That's when you can see if these guys can play quarterback. I just – too many people are taking too much away from these like preseason games. Is that fair. acceptable? Am fair. I being fair to Baker fair. Mayfield? You pissed on my fire, but hey, man, people are allowed to do that. <laughs> That's uh, and, fine. <laughs> you have people chasing you. I was trying to <laughs> keep you safe by hiding the fire. Uh, any other take? Any other like key things that you remember from episode two? Oh, okay. Antonio Callaway. Uh, don't lie to your coaches, and you did lie. That was a hundred percent lie. And you, they found out from the media, and then Wait, you so lied expl- to them. Wait, so explain a little bit about, if, in okay. case everybody hasn't seen episode so in, two, let's go in, ahead and ruin it for them. Antonio Callaway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spoilers here. I like how we always talk about it for like almost five minutes, then yeah. say spoilers, then keep yeah, going. Yeah, uh, So Antonio Callaway, rookie from Florida, had some off-the-field stuff. Yes, good, good football player, uh, had struggles off the field, and... Uh, he got in some trouble. He got pulled over. Some marijuana was smelled from his car. He got cited for an ex- uh, what suspended license or expired license? Suspended. Suspended. And that's my question. What did you get your? I mean, are we? He, gonna- he said the marijuana was like a or he the the marijuanas. He yeah. said he said what was found in his car was a roach, and it it might have been from a previous. He might have not been yeah. smoking. But, but if the, you, you listen to the video, the guy says he could. Smell the weed from his car. And, and I mean, I kind of see that as subjective. Like, okay, you might've got, you might've gotten hit for something that you did in the past and you might've not been smoking right there, but you got to know that your license is suspended. That's, that's where I'm like, dude, you're that, well, the smoking, like, okay, I get it. Like that, you got to stay off the weed. Yeah. But as somebody who's had a suspended license for over a year and didn't know it. You didn't it's know? So, it's sometimes hard to... <laughs> sometimes you can get lost. <laughs> uh, paperwork gets lost. Who knows? Addresses change. Oh, my DMV God. DMV is slow. <laughs> you never know. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the thing is, is that one, he didn't tell his coaches. Everyone knew something was going on. He doesn't tell his coaches. Then when they finally found out, he lied about it. Yeah. He said, oh, they found an old... The guy found an old roach in my car. Then why did he say you could smell it from your car? You might be able to smell it. I don't know. An I'm not old I'm not, one. I yeah. I don't that know. That he quote clipped off. Yeah. So. I mean, come on. I think that's possible. I'm I'm leaning on the side of <laughs> he would definitely smoked in the car, but I don't yeah. want I don't want to pin it on him. But he's it, out till he's out past three. Yeah. You got. I mean. Yeah. Here's my here's my thing. You gotta be if you if you f up and people do. None of us are perfect. Be a man and 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 you know come out with it. You everybody saw you at practice looking like a scared little puppy and you know it's not like that they weren't gonna find out. Yeah, but you made it even worse by putting it off and having your (laughs) your your coaches and everybody find out via television. Yeah, 
And I, he just better hope those coaches don't end up seeing that video. Because I think it's going to get worse. And then if we really want to dive into this thing. He had a good game, though. Yeah, you bet. I mean, yeah. The fact that he was playing is kind of ridiculous, but you know, whatever. So let's transition into this. Yeah. Punishment. Explain the punishment. Yeah. Okay, the punishment was uh, Antonio Callaway got to play every single snap of their preseason game. I'm going to rephrase it, not get to play. What, he was really? was made to play. No, not he play. wasn't. Yes, he was. Okay, when's the last time you were asked to come out of a game? When you were playing sports, did you want to play or did you want to come out of the game? If I was going to play for Don't again, lie I didn't to play me. football. I didn't play football. But if if I did, I would imagine that I could not play four quarters. He only plays Can, one side of the ball. He's not playing four quarters. That's true. I don't know. You got to run all the time. I don't know. I'm I'm saying that that would get that's a that's a hard workout. Running okay. routes for four quarters. So you you're a young kid, let's say. Yeah. You get in trouble, you get grounded. Yeah. And you're playing a sport. And your dad says, he has two options. Yeah. He says, you don't get to go to practice because you're in trouble. Yeah. Or you have to go to all of practice because you're in trouble. Which one's worse? I get what you're and saying. And there it is. I get no, what you're no, saying. Yeah. No, no, yeah. You can't what, what I'm saying. It's 100% right. I feel like there was a special punishment for Callaway, though. No. If... Callaway is not Larry Fitzgerald. He's not 34 who's like you got 16 years you deep. You got to adapt the the punishment for the person. I feel like if he was suspended, he wouldn't he wouldn't think about it as much as okay, I, okay, like I am skipping practice okay. like we, we there's already an issue with the Browns not practicing. You know, like he needs to yeah, get out there because and get they're rest. just getting regular days off that they shouldn't be. This is not that same thing. Duke Johnson got a, a day off because he might be tired. Antonio Callaway got to play the whole game because he got pulled over, had a suspended license, and had weed in the car, and he's already has a troubled past. The thing is, is that that is not a punishment. The kid is what. 22, 21? I'm sure there's other parts to that punishment. I'm sure that's not the only thing. Yeah, he had to think about it. I'm pretty he sure. Had that... to, he had to give the most half-hearted apology to his team I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a bad apology as it well. It was a terrible apology, and he got to play the... He's a rookie receiver who is trying to earn snaps, and the guy wants to play football. Another, the one thing he loves to do is, well, other than smoke weed, is play football, and they just let him do that. That is not a punishment. Another way to look at it, though, which I think is important, is to, I mean, you have all your eyes, the eyes of the Cleveland Brown organization, Cleveland Browns organization on you, and what you want to see from a young guy, again, you're under the impression that that wasn't a Severe enough punishment, and I get that. But you want to—it's not you, a punishment at you all. You want to see it's a favor. You want to see how your young talent responds to adversity. I know it's not like okay, you overcame like the hardest thing in the world, but it's like hey, okay, there's there's a riff, and you know you're not on great terms with the coaching staff, and your teammates think you're a jack wagon, you know, how are you going to respond? Are you going to run routes half-ass? Are you going to run routes three-quarters of the way? How are you going to do? He showed out. Again, it's not like... That's the thing. that What they did, the quote-unquote punishment, 
all that does to players is make them forget about what he did. Not one of them is thinking about what he did, the spot that he could have put them in. All they're thinking about is his football talent now. Yeah. Not one person is thinking about him and the mistakes he made, including him. Yeah. The only thing he's thinking about is I caught a slant route and took it over 50 yards to the house. Yeah. He does not care about the mistake he just made. All he cares about is his touchdown. That is the problem. There is no accountability for that. When you're just running routes, that's called fun. That's called playing a game. When you are running by yourself with the rest of your teammates, coaches, your GM holding you accountable, and all you can think about is a mistake you made while you run gassers, that's punishment. He didn't miss out on anything. He just gained more reps. I'm going to say agree to disagree because we're not going to come to a consensus on this one. Uh, <laughs> you got you got you got Kajus fighting for every rep he can possibly get, yeah. and doing nothing wrong except work hard and playing through injury. Then you've got one kid smoking weed, getting pulled over, and he gets more reps because of it. It's final <laughs> final thought on this. I will not respond. Life is not fair, and the NFL has proven time and time again that they're concerned about one thing, and that's the dollar bills. Dollar, dollar, bill, y'all, I think one important historian has once said. Um, but it's not, I mean, we're not here to like, the NFL is not here to be morally perfect. They're here to make money. And again, you, you may think that it, it might not have been a severe enough punishment. And, you know, part of me agrees. But it's, it's right in line with what the NFL has done time and time again. Okay, we're going to half-ass. <laughs> you know, put put a punishment in place, but okay, we're still gonna try and see like what he's he's able capable of doing. So I think it's in line with what the the NFL has has done in the past. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I personally am excited to see Antonio Callaway. Uh, I want to see if he f's up again in this preseason. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm. I would hope so, but uh, I I. It'd be hard for me to say he won't. Uh, yeah, any other takes from Hard Knocks? Um, I'm trying to remember everything that happened. It was a good episode. Greg Williams made I'm, a big appearance. Greg Williams. Uh, I, I get a little sick of Greg Williams every sometimes. You know, it's just like constant screaming. And like, anytime you hang your hat on being a jerk. Yeah. It's like, okay, come on, man. We, yeah. We get it. Yeah. You're intense. Yeah. But tone it down a little bit. And the cameras start rolling, guy gets nuts. But, you know, great. he's funny, though. He can be funny. The whole lozenge thing, I think, was hilarious. Yeah. I think, the thing is, I think he's funnier when he's not just screaming and freaking out. Yeah. yeah. I think he's funnier when he's just talking to him. Yeah. And he calms down a bit. I, Someone I've never, should tell him that. I've never truly called someone a psycho before, but Greg Williams is a psycho. He's a psycho. Yeah. But my favorite coordinator is Todd Haley. That dude's funny. Todd Haley's sick. Todd Haley is sick. I like him. Um, uh, my la- I don't know if you have any of the uh, Hard Knocks takes, but... Uh, Take it away. D- David Njoku yeah. is an absolute savage. Is an absolute savage. Dude, that guy just doesn't... That guy is, doesn't look like other people. He got his, he's got his head on straight. He knows what he wants to do. He's focused. He's a, f- he's a f- freak athlete. 
Uh, I'm very excited to watch him play. However, he is he is colorblind. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this yeah, segment. What the hell? Uh, those those gloves. His gloves were in fact pink. However, he thinks they're purple. His uh, receiving gloves. Sorry, David. Get your eyes checked. Yeah, you that are was in nuts. the wrong. That was nuts. Um, but yeah, no, I think that was a that was a deep dive into uh, yeah. episode two. I got I got one more thing. I just remembered. Uh, why are the Browns, the Browns show you why they have been the Browns? They're still doing high school type, or, or they're not even doing high school type things until Torod. Apparently, it's Torod now. Oh Jesus! Uh, tells them to. The fact that Tyrod, no, I just did it. I just, I just it's said Tyrod. It. He's it's, wrong. It's Tyrod. <laughs> yeah, he's wrong. Who cares what he thinks? Uh, the fact that Tyrod had to tell Hugh Jackson. To have a rolling camera on the on the players to check their attitude, yeah, check their effort level. <clears throat> that is high school level stuff. Yeah, I mean, like good, even decent high school level teams are doing that automatically. And you shouldn't this need guy's a not cam- it done. You, you shouldn't need a camera to want to jog off the field at a hundred percent. Well, you shouldn't need to be told by your starting quarterback. That, hey, you should do this to keep your players in line. Yeah. That's no. like day one coaching stuff. I just, what's he, Hugh? What Hugh, are you, Hugh Jackson's Hugh, what out are of here doing? By, by next year. He's and not. that's the most competent he's looked is when Tyrod told him what to do. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, no, not, uh, not Tough good. action. So far through two, uh, two episodes, again, thoughts and prayers out to the uh, Jackson family. But uh, yeah. sorry, Hugh, you look like a big teddy bear and not a uh, head coach. True. 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 The thing is, I think they're going to be okay because their coordinators are badasses. Their coordinator, their coordinators will set the standard, even if the, the head coach doesn't. So I think they'll be okay for like, you know, five, six wins. Oh, I was going to say over or under four wins. You think five? You think they get to five? Minimum five. Five. Minimum five? That's huge. Minimum four. No, that's not the question. Minimum five. Over or uh, Five or over, or under five. Five's the benchmark. Five or over, or under five. See, that's as hard as it gets. I yeah. just led you straight to making this as hard as possible. I put, flipped it right back on you. Yeah, you did. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you snake. <laughs> <laughs> you snake. Uh, over, under five. It's a gut thing, man. Uh, I can't go even? You can take five if you want. Yeah. I'm going to take five. Okay. Okay, I take five. Yeah. I don't really know if betting works. Yeah, you can take five. Okay. Take five. Set, marker, action. Ooh. Yeah. I've seen some behind-the-scenes Hollywood stuff. I watched YouTube. You know. Marker? <laughs> I've heard the word marker before. <laughs> A camera, B camera, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just some industry terms for you. Yeah, no big deal. What are we doing? <laughs> God. Next! Yeah. All right, okay, here we go. A Bears rookie linebacker, Roquan Smith, has ended his holdout. He, I, I believe he's the last, like, especially, definitely the ma- last major rookie to sign. Um, the thing he was waiting for, this is what people need to understand. So there is language in most contracts, especially with the Bears, that say any suspension based on uh, the crown of the helmet, the like crown of the helmet. Well, 
it, not it's targeting, been put but... in it's been put in previously uh so it was already in there so it was for different things just based on different suspensions that players could lose guaranteed money based off that and so what Roquan was fighting for was with this new targeting rule with this new crown of the helmet rule that he didn't want to lose any guaranteed money from that, from a potential suspension from those. And that's what he was fighting for. That's what he got. Uh, he held out for it, and he got it, and now he's there, and I think they're going to be much, much better for it. Uh, so not previously hearing this story a week or two ago, um, I'm like, <laughs> I had a completely different view on this. I'm thinking, Roquan Smith, you entitled POS, like, yeah. God dang it, you know, like, mm-hmm. you're in the NFL, sign your contract. But uh, I looked into this a little bit more, and apparently he's, there, he is, it's not entitlement, it's he is a, a, sa- a savvy football player. Apparently he's Smart done. Smart dude. He's done this, he did this uh, in his college days, I believe he yeah. was. A, With his so, recruiting? So he went to, he... Officially played at Georgia, but yes. uh, apparently he was at UCLA. He was being recruited yes. to UCLA, uh, and they UCLA wanted him to sign his letter of intent committing him to the University of uh, California at Los Angeles. At Los Angeles. Um, however, he refused because he wanted to play for, I believe it was the head coach, assistant coach, um, but yeah. he, he, he didn't want to be tied down. Uh, he, he sensed something was going on, um, and, you know, Give it two weeks, three weeks. Uh, the head coach that uh, had recruited him ends up leaving. Uh, however, because he did not sign that letter of intent, uh, he was not he did he was not uh, tied down to UCLA. Uh, huge smart move. He was able to move to the University of Georgia, uh, where he did the same thing. He did not sign his letter of intent. Uh, played his heart out. Worked for him, and that's the thing. It's not like. He's not working and not putting in the work he is, but he wants to protect himself. And I think that is smart. Again, yeah. with this new rule, I mean, NFL players are already paid fractions of what other professional athletes are, are being paid. And if you're, if you're losing thousands and thousands of dollars because of hits that, again, are now deemed illegal yeah. um, and, 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 and deemed as a penalty, it just, it's just frustrating. So... Um, I, I think he, I, when I heard about that, when I was reading about that, I was like, man, good for you. Tip my hat. Yeah. The thing is, so with the college thing, the biggest thing was, is that he didn't tip for him to get his scholarship. He didn't have to sign his letter of intent. He could still get a scholarship without it. So he figured why sign it? I can still get everything that they say I can get. I can get without signing this. And without locking myself into one place or another. And then with the, the new helmet rule, in 17 games, this new rule was called 25 times. 25 times in 17 games. So, I mean, you're, you, he, as a player, you've got to be thinking, so this is getting called all the time. And if you're Ro- Roquan Smith, how can you say, I play linebacker, I'm going to be on the field all the time. There's no way I don't get called for this if it's being called 25 times in 17 games. So why do why would I put myself at risk of of doing of losing money for doing the one thing that you picked me 
to come to your team to do? Stand up for yourself, man. Like, you as coaches aren't losing money. Like, if coaches yeah. had... Again, I don't know if this really is a great idea, but I'm just going to toss this idea out there. If there was, like, say Roquan Smith was fined $10,000 for a hit. If coaches had some sort of stake in in paying and having to pay a fraction of that fine, whether it be 20%, $2,000, 30%, dollars $3, You see how I'm doing math here? This is an educational podcast. Oh, boy. Um, but if, if there is some sort Way of, like, than I could do. <laughs> financial, like, tie to coaches' salary... You know, if they had to pay a fraction of their players' um, uh, fines for this this new uh, hit rule, um, I think it would get more interesting where coaches would feel some of that pain as well. Even though they're not directly involved in that action, you know, I think that would it would make them understand this yeah. uh, this um, quandary. Is that a word? Yeah, quandary more. <laughs> you like that? It's a word. You like that? Did I use it right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> nice. I'm going to yeah. Wikipedia that later. <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah. The thing for me is not all holdouts are created equal. I agreed with this holdout and I disagreed with Julio's holdout. I disagree with... not. I don't disagree with Earl Thomas's holdout. I disagree with the way he handled it. He's handled it. But not all holdouts are created equal. You just got to, before you jump to the conclusion like I did and you said you did, because I was on it too. I heard he was holding out and I rolled my eyes. That was my first reaction until I got more information. Not all of them are are created equal. So before you judge, just kind of take a look at it uh, and decide whether you agree with it or disagree with it because these players are fighting for what they believe they deserve as well. So it could go either way. Correct. It's your job. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing we want to get to, we've heard Teddy Teddy Two Gloves. He's playing amazing in the preseason. Uh, again, caveat, because I don't want to be a hypocrite. It is preseason. So just throw that out there. But uh, Sam Darnold and Teddy Two Gloves both playing well. And this led me to this question. Just QBs, what would you do? Sit... Again, reps are important for Sam Darnold, very important. Uh, but again, if he's going to be a franchise quarterback, you're going to have him for 10 years, right? Yeah. And so no rush to get him out there. You've This is kind of a duh take, but you play Teddy Two Gloves as much as you can, build his trade value, and then ship him off. You have Josh McCown. He is yeah, a more more than capable backup quarterback. You know what you're gonna get with him. Teddy Bridgewater is still a little bit unknown. You know, I I wish stuff would have broken for him a little bit differently. But I'm I'm broken. Oh uh, yeah, Tuesday. Oh, ah, that's tasteless. Yeah, that's tasteless. No, no tact. <laughs> uh, but it would have gone differently for his the beginning of his um career. But uh, no, it's. Right now, the Jets should be doing everything to increase the trade value of Teddy Bridgewater to ship him off. You don't need three quarterbacks. And, yeah, I, I agree you don't need three quarterbacks. I also agree that Josh McCown and Sam Darnold should end up on your team. Josh McCown is renowned for his great backup quarterbacking skills and just being a good teammate overall, good guy in the room. Teddy Bridgewater, get him out of there. Uh, I would say... You could even do it this week. I wouldn't be upset with you. I mean, I don't care. 
Because it can only, I mean, he's up there right now. He's showing you he can still play. can only go down from hill, from here. Try and get assets back for Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe throw him down to the uh, the box. I was going to, oh, I was, okay. Who would you rather take right now? Would you rather have as your starting quarterback, Jameis Winston or Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater. Boom, and me so that, too. That was my question. I didn't, my, my question to you was, where's the market for Teddy Bridgewater? Besides the mentioned um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where else would he fit? And I think Tampa Bay is a good, a good um, call out. I think that would be yeah. perfect. Um, You're not going to learn well, S from Jameis, but. You know, no, like, you get rid of Jameis. Yeah. You let Jameis walk and you just keep Teddy. Um, I don't know. The, most of the, the NFL, maybe Miami, if Ryan Tannehill struggles again. But the NFL when he con- struggles again. Well, hey, let's not put just bad vibes out in the world. Uh, the <laughs> NFL's kind of in a good spot with quarterbacks right now. You either have vets or up and comers. So like nobody Mayfield. nobody isn't <laughs> Why do you why do you just poking the bear all the time. You know, I try and let things go, try and keep it light. I know when I get over overexcited and I pull back and then you just come back at me. Uh, but I, I can't really think of anywhere that doesn't have somebody that they're at least either have or waiting to see if they have. You know what I mean? I think I think you hit the nail on the head with Tampa Bay. Like they Tampa Bay is like the can you think of a play we should look. We should look and bring back the answer next week. I'm going to write this down. I don't have a pen. Yeah, not a lot of teams need QBs. So I think the Bucks are really only looking for them. And we'll, uh, we'll come back with any other teams that we think could be on the market for Teddy Bridgewater next week. We wrote that down. The next story in the NFL, the last story for our NFL, Isaiah Wynn, the first pick from the Patriots in the first round of this past draft, he has torn his left Achilles and will be out for the 18th season. They've lost a lot on their offensive line, and I think it'll just be interesting to see what the Pats do. Last year, they came into the season with a stacked roster, everybody thought, and they got to the Super Bowl but didn't play like everyone thought they would. This year, their roster is kind of underwhelming, according to everybody. Who knows where they'll end up, but they are still the Patriots. Let's move on to the NBA, where we'll just have one story, and it's local. Uh, CJ McCollum was over in China, I believe, and doing a, doing a little radio spot, said he would never join the Warriors, said he's just not built that way, wasn't raised that way, but he would take players who look, are looking to come and join his team. Wait, takeaway, take I'm not going to be... The, again, term that I used earlier, the snake to join a super team. But, hey, if I'm not going to take the heat for it, I want to be a part of it. And everybody can come join me. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I would never join one, but I would definitely be, be a part one. of it. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I mean, come on, man. That's – everyone hey. wants all, all the glory with none of the, like, negative yeah. backlash. And here's the thing, though. <laughs> hey, CJ – I hate super teams, but if the Blazers became one, yeah. I sure as hell would love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I. <laughs> I'm so with. I'm the as 
I am exactly as hypocritical as CJ McCollum is. CJ's a real one. Uh, yeah. Keeps it real. I mean, that that's all I got to say. He, he's a real one. He, he speaks what he thinks, and that's, uh, that's it. Yep. Uh, some baseball stories. Uh, Yasiel Puig was suspended two games for a dust-up uh, against the Giants. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit uh, when we get to recess. And then the big thing locally... Uh, for for the M's, James Paxton put on 10-day DL after taking a comebacker to the arm. Just, just, of course. Guy gets it rolling again. We team gets off the slide, beat the A's. And, uh, but of course, in that series, we got to lose, we got to lose our best pitcher. So I heard that that thing came back at him at 97 miles an hour. And you could see the stitches at, you could see the stitches Post game on his arm. That's a that is a heater. Yeah, yeah, that's coming at you hot. Yeah, and I saw some Mariner fan reactions on, believe it or not, Twitter, um, uh, and they were just kind of slamming the big maple. You know, For like what? being injured. Like he's a he has that that history of being injured. He can't do anything about it. And you get in front of a gun like a, like one of those pitching yeah. machines and take a ninety seven a mile mile hour. You know, fastball to the arm. You're not doing well either. Dude. You're not performing. So, yeah. I'm not a baseball guy, Next, but lay off. I would know? love to see those, those Twitter idiots. Yeah. Twitter it's. Twittiots. Twitter trolls. How would you say that? I don't want to. Because <laughs> troll's too good of a word. Like, yeah. troll's like cool, a cool thing yeah. now. Yeah. With, you know, stupid people online. Yeah. So I'm not even going to put it out there in the world. There you go. But these these Twitter idiots, you you think that you could just stand there and be able to chill if a bald eagle flies at you? That was awesome. Nah, dude. That was awesome. Nah, you 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 piss yourself and you'd run away crying. Not big maple. Piss yourself in. I believe they're wearing gr- the their grays that night. Yeah, and then you'd have to piss. Every all, everyone yeah. would see. With just a stream running down the front of your leg. Yep. Not okay. Yep, people don't forget. People don't forget. <laughs> okay. But, but but please, God, Mariners, make the playoffs. Just please, God. Okay, to golf, we have one story, and it's, uh, it's a little old, but Tiger obviously in contention in the, the last tournament. Really in contention. Yes. This is, this, I've never seen anything like this. Those ratings bumped with Tiger in contention. 73% from the year before. Dude. Tiger Woods gets in. Have you en- ever seen an athlete like this where he controls the amount people like golf? It's not like, not. Go for it. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm almost speechless. 73%. He, he brings 73% of the viewers to golf. It's. That it's insane, and I would like. I kind of want to compare it to Jordan, you know, retiring and then coming back. It's you don't understand what you're watching until you don't have it. I yeah. think I think everybody, including myself, is has become numb to mm-hmm. the quote unquote greatness that LeBron. I'm not a LeBron James guy either, but the 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 greatness that LeBron James brings to the game of basketball because you see it. You see it all the time. Every year, every game. And you're just like, okay, well, he put up another triple-double. He put up, you know, 30, yeah. 30, 
15 and, and, and 15 or something like that, and you're like, okay, He whatever. led both teams in every statistical category yeah. uh, in the finals. Exactly. But this whatever. Is, this is the most exciting, polarizing golfer who's been gone for a while. Everyone counted him down and out. He, he's only human. He had, he had the, the, those arrests and stuff like that, the whole stuff with his family and the affairs, and he, he was beat. He was, his face was in the dirt. And he's coming back in, I believe he took the outright second spot in this previous tournament. So, um, no, Tiger's back. It's only a matter of time before he clinches this, uh, his next next major. And I cannot wait to see it. 73%. Yeah, that's crazy. I just can't get over that number. Yeah. That, wow. Uh, Okay. I'm just going to leave it at wow. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. That's all you need. Yep. Um, that's it for the news. Let's just get uh, let's get out of here. Brains seemed unfocused. Yeah. So let's get out of the room. Yes. Where are we going? And go to, well, field, playground, swings, are you basketball to, court. Are you referring to recess? Is that what you call that? That's what we called it. Okay, then yeah, recess. Drop. If we played them ten times, they might win nine, but not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. This week for recess, we're gonna bust out a brand new game for you. This was actually just come up with about what 24 hours ago. And I love. I got a text on my phone about a new game, and I was. Ecstatic. It, it, it was all in. We call it trophy time. Everybody loves trophies. Trophies 12 feet high. And it is glorious. I've seen it. Who doesn't love trophies? Millennials We're millennials. Tro- we all want trophies. <laughs> <laughs> we want trophies for anything. Uh, it's a, it's not, I'm not saying it's like completely original. I mean, I'm sure somebody else has had this idea. Yeah. But it's, it is something that popped into our heads and we wanted to come up with and roll with it. So the way this works is we, have, we react to certain things or it could be a team, a player, a situation, really much, pretty much anything in the sports realm. And we give satirical, sarcastic trophies to these people and try and come up with some some names for them and just kind of talk about it. So some of these things uh, we intentionally took out of the news so that we could talk about them during recess instead. So it also is kind of a topic builder, kind of a topic creator. So we're just going to go on with trophy time for the first time on the Bold Nonsense podcast. I love it. Get ready for some drum rolls. Ready for some drum rolls. Who should start? Should I start? Well, shake it away. It was your idea. Okay. My first award, the first award (laughs) of the night, is called the Carl Fredrickson Award. Goes to Jalen Ramsey. (laughs) Uh, Carl Fredrickson Award. Well, this goes to the person who... uh, has so much hot air built up that they can just constantly fill up balloons with the <laughs> amount of hot air in their system, basically making you the old guy from up. I love it. 
<laughs> I love so many balloons full of hot air you could raise a house. Hey, it's funny until you actually need that guy to blow up balloons because I don't know how many balloons you've blown up before your cheeks starting to, to I hurt. Can't, I can't blow up balloons. Yeah, no, that, that's not It's fun. not even my cheeks hurting like I pass out. Well, that, I, I don't mean, have a lung capacity for oh it. Oh, my God. How have, sad is you that? You got baby lungs. <laughs> I, have baby, I got baby lungs. <laughs> um, I'm going to take it away with my yeah. first award. What's your first award? My first award um, is the My Mom Still Cuts My Hair Award. <laughs> And that I'm gonna give to drum roll, Al Davis. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Al, what are you doing? It's a bowl cut, but it's like a slanted bowl cut. And you're, it's how like, old? Yeah, it's how like a bad you, bowl. How do you not own a mirror? That thing is. He might even cut his own hair. His mom would do a better job than that. Yeah. So I'm gonna give the my mom still cuts my hair. Award to Al Davis. Yeah, his mom might be blind. That, while funny, and I hope it's not true, <laughs> that is very likely. <laughs> very, very likely. Okay. My second award of the night is a baseball award. And it is called the Tommy Yawn Award. <laughs> Let me say that one more time. The Tommy Yawn Award. And it goes to Jose Urania. For those who don't know, Jose Urania, he threw at Braves rookie Ronald Acuna, who was on a five-game streak of home runs, three of which included a leadoff home run. I mean, this is a, a all-time baseball historic streak. Jose Urania throws the fastest pitch of his career, the fastest pitch potentially of his life, hits, uh, hits Acuna in the elbow and knocks him out of the game, ruins the streak because, you know, what Why an, not? What an idiot. Yeah. Absolute idiot. And I'll tell you, the Tommy Yawn Award goes to Jose Urania because I am so tired of this storyline. Of this <laughs> pitcher's throw at batter because they might have flipped the bat too high or taken too many steps before they started their quick jog around the bases. This is so stupid. Stupid. You hit a guy in the elbow with 98-mile-an-hour fastball on the first pitch of the game. It was absolutely intentional. He got suspended six games, and it should be at least 15. This is deplorable. Good word. Thank you. I actually had an honorable <laughs> mention award for this for Jose Urania. It was also called the Tanya Harding Award <laughs> because if you can't beat them, hurt them. Hurt them. <laughs> No explanation needed. No explanation needed. <laughs> I love I love that award. Where I would never want to win that, I love that award. Shout out Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah, who needs no no preface to be shout out. No. She's just a fine specimen. Yeah, you know why. Yeah, you know why. Uh, my next award is the Save, Save Some Ladies for the Rest of Us Award. <laughs> and that goes to Big Al D'Elia, who only hits dingers. He's from the Dangers. New Jersey Little League World Series team. I don't know if you guys seen the clip before, but this kid is a little pudge monster. And he apparently only hits dingers. Ladies love dingers, and he's going to just... He, he has a claim on every single female out there because they just want to be with this, this little kid. Gone forever! Okay, my third award is the... Mama, don't let your sons grow up to be generals award. 
Why, why this war? That war doesn't really even make any sense. It's, you know, the, uh, the generals who are, who, for those who don't know, they're the team that always loses to the Globetrotters. And, uh, you know, mixed with the song. So why is it? It's because that's what Duke does. This Duke team coming up, that's what this team turns <laughs> other teams into. The generals. Because all they do is lose. <laughs> Have you seen these dudes? Yes. First game. Barrett, 34 or 35, Zion Williamson, multiple, multiple disgusting dunks, and a double-double. I mean, what? Come on, now? It's going to be, it's it's just like shooting fish in a barrel. No, it's, I'm scared. I'm excited to watch it, but I'm not excited to get an earful from you every single weekend because you're a huge dookie. Yeah, Coach K, best coach of all time. Um, so these next awards are little throwbacks, again, not pertaining to anything of recent, but still, if you deserve an award, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, man. This award is called the Amber Alert, Professional Career Disappearing in Record Time Award. (laughs) Again, Amber Alert. Where did you, where did you, where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? And I'm going to give it to Sean May. Oh, I <laughs> I cannot think That's dirty. of a more I don't want to influential is not the correct word, but a more prominent college basketball star who just disappeared right away because he's just he all he is is baby fat. Oh yeah, that's all he is. Yeah, I don't want to be I don't want to be rude, but would he even fit on a milk carton? I. <laughs> That's true. Maybe, maybe we should be putting out like billboards. But <laughs> some billboards for the guy. But no one wants to see a big Sean May no. face looking at them on the highway. No. That'll cause accidents. Yeah. You gotta have to crop that. Yeah. Crop that. Okay. My next award, the next award of the night, is the Marvel Actor Award. The Marvel Actor Award goes to. Buster Posey. Well, does that make any sense? He hasn't even been in the news or anything. Well, I will explain. The Marvel Actor Award. Why does he get that? Why? Just like a Marvel superhero actor, he wears a uniform. He wears extra padding that makes him look bigger than he actually is. (laughs) And when anything gets too intense, he steps back and has someone do the dangerous stuff, a.k.a. his stunt double, has to do the dangerous stuff for him. Like take on Yasiel Puig because we know Buster's not doing any of that kind of stuff. Buster's not starting a scuffle. Buster's not standing up for a pitcher telling a guy to calm down. No, 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 no. He's waiting for his stunt double to do all that. <laughs> Buster <laughs> ruined the catcher position, and uh, he's supremely overrated. And he'll, whatever movie he's in, he'll probably flop. Shots fired! Shots fired! Ouch. Ouch. Woo! Get a fire extinguisher. Um, I like your little segment into acting, because this is also an, an acting award that I'm about to present. The most likely to take on a role as a villain in a Hollywood film post athletic career solely based on appearance. Ooh. It's a long it's a long title. Yeah. Award goes to Roger Federer. Ooh. Who yeah. looks more like a Hollywood villain than Roger Federer. Roger He would be a great villain in any movie. All I'm saying, Hollywood, is I'm giving you ideas. Cut me in on a little bit of this payday. I want in. You're welcome. You know a franchise he would be a perfect villain for? Who? 007. 
Wow. He looks yes. like the classic James Bond villain. I do not agree one bit. You don't I'm, agree? I do agree. Okay, there we go. I do agree. You do all agree. Bits. <laughs> all bits have been agreed to. Okay. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm just looking for some confirmation. Yeah. The next award of the night is the Mama Said Knock You Out Award. Uh, well, this is for Teddy Bridgewater. Nice. And I'm just going to let LL Cool J <laughs> tell you why. Don't call it a comeback. You got one more? Yeah, I got one more. Okay. Uh, this, this, <laughs> I don't really know how I came up with this, but this is the, I've gotten into the club since I was 15 because my face is old as shit award. <laughs> and Can that, I guess who it is? Yeah. Is it Greg Oden? It's Greg Oden. Yeah. <laughs> no explanation needed no. again. The I've gotten into the club since I was 15 because my face is old as shit award goes to Portland's own Greg Oden. <laughs> yep. So fitting. Yeah. <laughs> my last award. The last award of the night. The most prestigious award. The most prestigious. It goes to, first I'm going to tell you what it's about. It goes to the new... Notre Dame slash Yankee uniforms, those disgusting monstrosities that Under Armour came up with. What are you doing, Under Armour? Here's here's a slogan for Under Armour. Just don't. <laughs> you're terrible. It's so bad. So this is referencing those, keeping those in mind. This is the award they have been awarded to. M- Mu got to be kidding me. <laughs> Mu got to be kidding me. Why? Well, they're so bad that I'm left speechless, even though I just gave a speech about it. I'm left speechless, so I'm just going to let every drop that's applicable that we have saved away talk for me. And we're going to start with our favorite Zoolander villain. <laughs> and here you go. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! Oh no! We suck again! That don't make no sense! People don't forget. Stay on target. Take two weeks off, then quit. Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are! Buzz your girlfriend. Woof. The price is wrong, bitch. What a bunch of a-holes. I feel shocked. Thank you very little. Well, just kiss my ass from now on! I'm in a glass case of emotion! They're your drops. Uh, terrible uniforms, and that is recess. Another great recess. Gotta go back to class. I like that first time, trophy time. Uh, I think that needs to be a reoccurring, uh, reoccurring recess segment, because I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, uh, senseless. If you like it, let us know. If you want it to be reoccurring, we can definitely make that happen. If you want to pass don't, out any of your awards, if you want to submit an award, award if you want to submit someone or something, a team, anybody, anything for an award, and you want us to come up with it, let us know. Yes. 
Just interact with us. That's all we ask. Yes. Let's get back to school. Nah, if we must. If we must. Back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. Oh, back to school. Now that we're back in school, we find out. Oh, we have... We got a we got a story a chapter of a story read to us so we can all calm down. Yes, but it's seventh period. It's seventh period's over. We're out of here, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, we just got to get out of here. Yeah, so let's let's do it. But but what's this? What do we As have we here? get out of here at the end of the at the end of the school day, the teacher says she's got treats. Treats. She got something for us. What is it? I'll tell you what it is. It's a new segment called PTO's Picks. A brand new segment. So much excitement. Oh my gosh. Oh I, my gosh. We have been letting you senseless know that this new segment, PTO Picks, has been is is on the forefront, and this is the first iteration. Iteration. Thank you, Walsh, uh, that we are gonna give out to you. Again, PTO's picks. This is where I make the picks and you make the money. Still I'm gonna great, great I, line. I, I'm gonna go through um, a whether it be a futures pick or or an in-game pick uh, uh, coming up um, to go through each week. I'm gonna let you know why I'm betting on this and encourage you to bet on it as well. Um, I will let you know that all of these picks that I talk about, I will be placing bets. On so win money with me. Um, so sh- should we should we run this down how it's working, what it's taking over, everything like that? Yes, go for okay. it. Okay, before you start, before he gets into the magic, this is pretty much taking over our fact check roundup. For those of you that love it, the reason we did this is because it's really hard for us to be consistent with fact check roundup. Uh, if we do our research, we're usually not wrong on our facts because we're looking them up. And we're we getting don't punished wanna, for doing research. Yeah, and we don't want to force fact check roundup because then it's not as fun. Uh, so we weren't doing consistently enough, and we decided how can we combine the two of these. So the way this will work is uh, PTO will give you his picks, and the rest of us, all three of us, will join in. We'll play along. We'll we'll do our own picks, and then just like fact check roundup, we will keep track of who gets it right. And then based on, you know, the next week, whoever gets the most right or uh, if there's a tie, whoever wins at a, a friendly but competitive game of rock, paper, scissors, they get a free 30 seconds. Yes. So we still get our 30 seconds because we take a lot of pride in our 30 seconds. It's the most important part. It is the most important part. And the trash talk, of course, yes. of course, cannot be forgotten. So we still get our free 30 seconds, but you also get to earn some money. Via Steel Smooth. Love it. Love it. This is, uh, yeah, this is me paying it forward. Paying it forward, yeah. <laughs> um, it to so our first... Preach. P- Preach. The first PTO pick that we have on lock for this week. It's a futures bet, again, because I'm not going to be the one to bet on NFL preseason. Uh, if you are one of those people who bets on the NFL preseason... I suggest you get help because you are a complete degenerate. <laughs> Straight degenerate. Straight degenerate. Um, the the futures bet that I was looking at um, over this past week or past couple weeks was who will have the most passing yards this year of the rookie quarterbacks. And let me read you the odds. The favorite, Baker Mayfield, plus 125. 
Next, Josh Allen at plus 185, Josh Rosen at plus 300, and Sam Darnold at plus 500. I'm going to give you a little rundown of what I think each person offers, and then I'll let you know my pick. So Josh Allen obviously has the best odds, I believe, to, have, to see playing time first out of these, out of these rookie quarterbacks. I think, I think Buffalo is just going to put him out there, and he's just going to be thrown to the wolves. Sink or swim. He's not ready. Um, but Baker is the favorite here at plus 20, uh, 125 because of, solely because of his receiving targets. You have Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Callaway, who, if he stays out of trouble, I believe will be a big part to this offense. Not to mention David Njoku, who will be reeling, reeling in touchdowns. Um, however, I believe that I'm going to go with this pick. Um, Josh Allen, I believe, uh, provides the most the best value here as I see him uh, throwing more often and locking in more passing yards to his Cardinal receivers compared to the rest of his rookie opponents. Um, to add to this, I think Rosen will un undoubtedly uh, look to David Johnson more uh, to get hot early in the passing, uh, in the passing game um, and establish something special between David Johnson and himself. Uh, for that reason, uh, I'm going to take Josh, Josh Allen at plus 300. Again, if you're not too uh, familiar with uh, betting, betting numbers, plus 300 is the equivalent of having about a 25% chance of winning your bet. So it's not, it's not, you're not a complete underdog. 25% chance is, yeah. is, a, de is a decent uh, chance. Uh, I'm going to put 50 on it. Uh, 50 to, to collect a total of 200. Uh, that's including my, my bet I put down, so I will profit, once I win, $150. Again, putting down 50 to collect 200 and to profit 150 Josh Allen, sorry, Josh Rosen will, Josh have the, Rosen will have the most passing yards out of any rookie quarterback this season. So tell me this. If I take Rosen as well and I bet a quarter, how much do I get? If you bet a 25-cent bet, Walsh, uh, you'd win a dollar, profiting seventy-five cents. Uh, uh, that's candy bar money. That is candy bar money. That is that is Mountain Dew money. Mountain Dew money. Yeah. So no I mean, ads though. Out of out of those rookie quarterbacks, who do you feel is the most likely? I'm with you on Rosen. Yeah. But I think it's because of Larry Fitzgerald. Ooh. Okay. Different reason, but same guy. I yeah. So where I feel David Johnson's gonna be. A huge contributor to this win. I think it'll be big, but Larry Fitz is your man. I got Larry. Larry, Larry. Legend all the time. Larry go deep. Larry go deep. Yes, I like that. Yeah. And that's the first iteration of PTO's picks. We're, we're going to keep track of uh, my record, um, our records. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, that that's just a little bit of uh, how this is going to work. It's uh, it's going to be a quick segment. Uh, I'm going to let you know what I'm going to be betting on. Invite you to ride along with us. Um, and yeah, something short and sweet to uh, spice up your weekend if you uh, so choose to um, partake. Partake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good good first PTO's picks. That's how it'll work. And uh, you know, like we do on this podcast, I'm sure we'll be figuring out in some sort of way as we move on. Because we never get it right on the first try, but who does? This is America. Yeah. We F up a lot. Yup. Okay. So let's get out of here. Next week, you can look forward to 
division breakdowns, NFL team tiers, maybe some football, fantasy football advice. Ooh, what, what? Some fantasy football advice. I don't know if you want to take some moves since you got last in our league last We're going to be drafting tom- uh, this weekend, so we'll let Potentially. We'll- oh. Maybe. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I'm not big on the I message hope. boards. I just got back on it. You can find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense or Instagram at bold dot nonsense. You can also always email us at bold. Uh, what's the other part of our podcast name? Nonsense. Bold. bold you can email us. No, that's the Instagram. <laughs> you can email us at bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. Um, expect the show on Saturdays, hopefully in the morning ish, but we'll get it to you definitely on Saturday. As soon as we can. Uh, remember, we want to be your weekend listen or your Saturday side piece. Your either one. Your makeshift mistress. Your podcast partner. Yes. <laughs> nice, <laughs> any nice. of any of those. Nice, nice. Any of those alliterations. Nice. Uh, you can find it on SoundCloud. Just search bold nonsense. Remember, it's not the bold nonsense podcast. It is bold nonsense. And we are a podcast. Yes. Yes. Um, BN. Remember, BN, if you can, uh, if you are confused by that. iTunes, do the same thing. The iTunes podcast app, Bold Nonsense, where you, we ask you, hey, subscribe, rate, review, ask us questions, do what you feel. Um, we still need people for the Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League. It's coming up, so we need them quick. Uh, we want a couple more people because we want to be able to we want to be be able to pick and choose. We want people who who really want to be in the league, who really want to have a really good time. Uh, maybe talk some trash with your favorite podcast hosts. So let us know about that. Four at St. Bales. Cheers. This is still smooth. Much love. This is at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. And this is the bold, excuse me, this has been episode 27 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. Hepatitis, see you later!